Good morning and good evening, uh, whatever time you're listening. Um, uh, welcome to Easy Does It Recovery Podcast. I'm David. I'll be your host today. Uh, today we have something special in mind. Today I have uh, my lovely wife, Mary. Uh, hello, Mary. Hi, everybody. Mary Morgan here. And and uh, how are you doing today, Mary? I'm good. I'm good. Just good? Yeah, it's Sunday morning. It's a beautiful day. It's finally not been scorching hot. It's actually been nice. Okay. Nicer. Okay. Um, I've I've only been out once this morning. I've been so busy. Um, it's actually we're recording. It's afternoon, so uh, I've been been a little busy for a Sunday. Uh, Sunday mm-hmm. since this morning. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, this is the Recovery Podcast uh, called Easy Does It. Uh, the host is usually Dave, that's me, or Mary. You heard Mary. We're um, we're going to do something a little special today. We have a special guest today. Uh, <laughs> yes. Ma- Mary's actually just informed me. She wa- she's waving her hands as as I'm saying yes. this, and, and I'm like with my sign language saying, who's the guest who is the Who guest? Is the guest. Okay, um, but I do want to remind our our listeners that you know this is a recovery. The topic is usually on recovery, you know, and um, I'm gonna pull out my my recovery app. I really like this app. It does a little um, uh, what's it called? It has a a little calendar, and it also has a little. Uh, uh, what would you call it? You know, inspiration on it. So let's start with the inspiration. Um, oh, this is really good. It says Sunday, October 7, 2018. The purpose of our lives is to be happy. I like that. Okay, now um, on to the calendar. And um, the last time I had a drink was 8,564 days ago. Pretty good. Uh, it shows me that I've saved from not drinking 85,000, wait, wait, my, my phone always says this to me, $85,646 since I've not I'm had not it. not drinking. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wow. Okay, so. Um, $84,000. 80, $85,000. $85,400, I believe it said. Um, so uh, that's, wow. that's a lot of money just from. Uh, sure is. I'm not drinking one day at a time. So anyway, um, Mary has a guest speaker. And uh, Mary, um, you want to fill us in on this speaker? Um, because, uh, you know, I, I think I just learned who it is. Go ahead, Mary. Well, Dave, um, I thought that since you're the host, uh, it would be a good idea to interview you so that people can get to know you. Interview me? Yes. I thought and that's you what are you were a saying. special guest because Dave is very special. Anyone that knows Dave knows. There's just something about him. Um, Dave is always... Um, always? Has always and is always an outstanding member of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I think that the experiences that Dave shares when he's speaks during the meetings uh it hits home with with the people that have a good amount of sober time and a long amount of sober time but i also think it hits really close to the hearts of those that are newly sober 
Uh, there's a couple of groups we go to that um, bring groups in from rehabs and crisis centers of people that are a couple hours sober, three days sober, you know, uh, and the things that Dave has to say, you know, if I was in those shoes, it really uh, hits really uh, close to reality. And, and uh, you've come really far with your life. And I just thought it would be nice to get to know you a little bit more and, and find out some more of the details on how you've gotten so far in your recovery. Okay. So when were you aware when was it that you first started to become aware that this was like a real problem was there a specific incident or or gradually over time um well when you say that this was a real problem uh, what, what you're exactly drinking, you're drinking well um I, I never really considered it to be a problem um because um you know when when I got sober, I I really didn't know what the problem was. Um, I liked to drink, trust me, I did like to drink. Um, I um, I was one of those that uh, you know I had I had many times when you know I had some some problems, you know, and and and, and I and I'd I'd wake up, uh, you know, from drinking. I'd wake up the next day not knowing what I did the night before, but, you know, I kind of always laughed at that. And um, I never saw that as a problem. Um, I, my, my thinking uh, was a little distorted. Um, I, I found um, in the course of my years of drinking, uh, towards the later years of my drinking, I, I had people telling me it was a problem. Uh, they saw a problem. But, but I really didn't. Um, uh, they showed a problem. I, I had, I had uh, the AA literature handed to me a few times, and uh, one was, you know, is AA for you? And it had a list of 12 questions, and, you know, I, I remember answering maybe one or two that said yes, but in my mind, uh, it wasn't. But really, I wasn't, I was lying to myself, but I didn't know it at the time. Um, when I decided to join AA, um, was, um, because, you know, I, w I was doing the same thing over and over again, but I didn't see it. Um, I, someone asked me, you know, one day, or told me, you know, they said they could show me a better way of life, living, a better way to live. And... At the time, I had so much going on with my life that, I, you know, it, it kind of got my attention because I did want a better way to live. Um, I, I just didn't know what the problem was. You know, I didn't know what the problem was. I didn't know that I was the problem. Um, I, I, I saw the problem everywhere else in my life. People, other people was the problem, um, but it wasn't me. So it wasn't the, the, the actual answer. I, I could have kept it short, but the answer is I realized uh, there was a problem after I joined AA. 
and that was that was from that was that's that's my experience. It's not always I've I've heard so many different stories. Everyone's different. Um, other people have have said the complete opposite. They saw a problem years before they came to AA. Did you ever hide your drinking, or did you not even see that? You- you just drank openly as much as you wanted to, or did, were you those one of those people that hid bottles around the house? Or no, I never hid bottles around the house. Um, I wasn't that kind of drinker. Um, I, I used to like going to the bars. Um, the the only thing that um, you know, I drank at bars. Um, I you know, at the end of my drinking, um, you know, I was already a single dad. And I had my parents watch my kids for me um, while I went to work at night. So, you know, if you want to call that hiding, yeah, it was. I mean, I did plan. You know, I was in the restaurant business. And, you know, I, I when, when I was working and when I needed a, a job, I, I always told my mom, who would take care of my sons, that, um, you know, I'm working in the restaurant business. I'm not going to make any money working lunches. So, you know, I have to work dinner shift. That's where the money is. So, uh, you know, so I always had a work night. And then, you know, a, a typical shift would end at 11, midnight. And, you know, my kids were already asleep. So, you know, so mm-hmm. I took liberty and said, you know, I'd stay out after, you know. So, you know. Like what that, they don't know won't hurt them. Right. So I didn't really hide it. I didn't hide alcohol. Um, I didn't hide it from my family. I, I just wasn't there. Who enabled you? Did anyone enable you, or was it you just enabled yourself? Enabled myself? I, I, I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, did anyone make you comfortable, so comfortable where you didn't have to change? No. Um, you know, I, I, um, I always was able to uh, finagle, manipulate, you know, yeah. lie. So, you know, um, w- what I do know is that when I did get a DUI, uh, my mother wouldn't bail me out of jail. Mm-hmm. So she didn't enable me there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she found it okay that I was uh, working at night, but I don't think she liked it. Um, at the end, I was I was getting in trouble, you know, legal trouble. I was, that was going to kind of be my next question. Like, when was... When did it get dangerous? When was your drinking the most dangerous to your, you know, to your to your well-being and your... Well, you know, I, I just never looked at it. My drinking was dangerous to my well-being from my teenage years. Um, I, was a, uh, I was a blackout drinker for a long time. Um, you know, I, I also try to control that, but I was never successful. Uh, but da- the danger was, you know, um, you know, I was about 18 years old one time. I was living in New York. Uh, you know, of course, I didn't have any children at that time. Um, and I was, you know, I was, it was a snowy night one night. And, and uh, me and my friends, me and two of my friends, I had a, I had a 65 pickup truck, four-wheel drive, and I had a plow. And we, we, it snowed really bad. It, it was a couple of feet of snow on the ground. We thought it was a good idea. You know, we, we, we thought we were going to do, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, some kind act. 
like, you know, maybe help drive around in the snow and help people who needed a jump or needed a push or or someone who got stuck in the snow. And, you know, that was his plan this night. And and it it started off to be, you know, a great idea. There was three of us. Uh, I was driving. And, uh, but before we, you know, we were driving down the road and we said before we start, we might as well get a bottle of vodka, you know. We needed a bottle of vodka to do this, of course. Mm -hmm. So I'll never forget, we bought... We bought a, uh, a quart of vodka, and, um, you know, we sh- were drinking it right out of the bottle, just passing it around. And I'll never forget, we found that first person uh, who needed a jump. And we were, I was pretty trashed. <laughs> I'll never forget. So we get out of the car, we got out of my truck, and uh, we asked the guy, do you need, you need, um, you need, uh, you need a hands, and he goes, "Yeah, we need. I need a jump. My car won't start." And uh, we said, "Okay." So you know, we pull the jump cables up. I remember opening it up to hood. My friend grabs the cables, uh, attaches them to to my car first. The car, my car's running. You know, he attaches them to my car, and then he he decides to test, of course, if the cables were working. <laughs> And he's he spanks them together. There's sparks flying all over the place. I mean, it was it was pretty. It was, and I'm yelling at him. I said, "No, no, no!" You know. And it was a it was a total chaos scene. When and I don't remember if we even got this guy to start his car. But that I'm I, that wasn't the dangerous part. The dangerous part was um, the next morning. I woke up, and I was I had my head stumped over to the wheel of the car mm-hmm. i i looked in the in the in the in the cab it's an old truck 65 with bench seats and i look and my friends aren't in the car so i figured i dropped them off um but i looked at the dashboard and the lights were on you know the uh the, the dash lights dashboard mm-hmm. lights and the car was stalled and and i looked up and i was in the middle of the road and and i saw what happened it was so much snow and what what had happened is um, I passed out at the wheel of the car, driving down this road, and uh, you know I just let my foot off the gas. I I, I can only or off the clutch. Just one, to a stop. Well, yeah, well, it rolled to a stop. Uh, you know I had the four wheel drive engaged, mm-hmm. and when I woke up, I was scared. I said, "Oh my God," you know, yeah. I I could have been dead. I could have crashed. You know, but but you know, I don't know how the car stalled. I'm I'm assuming that I let my foot off the clutch. I don't know how you didn't uh, get found by somebody. No, you know I don't know how long I was there. It was uh, it was dawn. Um, I don't know how long I was there. I'm, it might have just happened. Might it might have been what woke me up. Right. Um, I didn't know where I was in 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 town, but when I the car started right up, I put the car in first, started driving away. I drove about. Ten yards, I got to a stop sign, I looked both ways, and, and I said, oh, look, here's my house. Oh, my gosh. So I was so right. You were headed home. I was almost home, and I when I woke up, I didn't recognize where I was, but I was uh, literally a, a walking distance to my house, wow. you know, not even around the block, you know, uh, 20, 30 yards from my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you have any theories as to why you became an alcoholic? Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I think 
you know, for me, I started drinking young. I, my first drink was 12. And um, that first drink, I, I got drunk the first time I drank. And, uh, you know, I, I felt good. It was like it, it became a solution because, you know, it got me out of myself. It got me out of my skin. You know, I, it, just, it just felt good. And, and I, I, I liked the way I felt, you know, and uh, that's, that's really it. It just got to where you didn't know you had no boundaries with it. No, I never made boundaries with alcohol. Right. I mean, did I you did. You noticed that I other did. people could go out and have dinner and drinks with, and and like once or twice a week, and then that's it. That's all they drank was just. No, because I was. You no, no I I didn't I didn't I I, I didn't notice these things you because didn't I was see it in other people and no, say we, what's that we, why aren't no. No, mm-hmm. I, I didn't care what other people did. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, I know me and my friends, we used to want to go out on a Friday night uh-huh. and get a six-pack of beer. That was how we were going to... Well, gonna, part of that, some of that's yeah. normal, but, you know, when it continues... Because uh, c- one of the things I like that they say is it's it's not how much you drink, it's what you do when you drink. Or what happens when you what drink. What happens when you drink. So for you, yeah. No, I, I didn't care what other people... Did I didn't care about what other people thought. If you were a type of person who had one or two drinks and you were done or, you know, just have a glass of wine, I, I didn't hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell everybody how long you've been sober. I already did in the beginning of the show. 8,546 how, how many days. years is that? Simplify it for oh. us. Oh. Uh, 23 23 years yeah. yeah but it's not all about me Mary it's not about my length of sobriety that means nothing it's one day at a time mm-hmm. you know um, if you want to relate to me you know um, I, I don't usually tell or you know go on about how long I've been sober because you know uh, you know when I was a newcomer I, I didn't look up to someone who was sober a long time because I couldn't relate couldn't relate to someone who was sober a long time. I, I had to hear what, what, what people who were 30 days sober like. How did they get sober for 30 days? Mm-hmm. You know, how did they do it? What do they, you know, I needed, I couldn't relate to old timers. I could, I mean, I would hear and listen to old timers. I couldn't relate to them. Mm-hmm. I related to, to newcomers like myself, you know, or someone who was, you know, not even a year, six months. Someone with six months was someone I looked up to. Why? Because they were they were just doing it, and I and you know, and it's like, how do you do it? Well, you know, listen to this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing it now. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I I find that you know that's that's common with newcomers. You know, uh, they they can relate to someone who's closer in their sobriety. Well, the reason I asked you that question was uh, so you could just. Maybe end the show with just a few words about what life was like now after choosing to put the drink down 23 years ago. What is life like now? Um, have you ever seen the Jackie Gleason show? Of course, of course. Okay, well, Jackie Gleason was an alcoholic, right? Well, I can't say he was an alcoholic. He drank a lot. He had a problem drinking. and uh, But what I liked about him... 
you know, you know, life always seemed good with him on TV. You know, he used to say, and away we go when, right. when he started the show. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he would always say how sweet it is, mm-hmm. you know. So, so life being sober, it has its ups and downs, just like life. Well, life being drunk is, is, a, is a mess. Right, right. Um, but yeah. life being sober is, you know, it has its ups and downs. Still real life, yeah. Has its ups and downs. You know, what I, the tools I have is how do I go through those ups and downs? You know, how do I let things go? How do I live? I live one day at a time. You know, uh, what do I like to say? Yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, and today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. So I like to live my my life one day at a time. It doesn't matter how long I've been sober, as long as I didn't pick up a drink today. That's all I got. Great. Thank you, Dave. And with that... We'll end the show. We'll end the show. We went over our time today. It's usually 20 minutes. And we're looking at 21 minutes today. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this uh, interview. And all I have to say is the usual... uh, Let's show it with Mary. Thank you, everyone. Till next time. And for me, Shayanada.